yo. Yo. What up, my guy? We on track. We on track. What's popping, God? What's going on, man? It's your boy, J2.0. You already know. Neighborhood we James, we're on the way. Mm-hmm. We back again. Who are you, my guy? We back here, man, for another episode, man. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Jewels of Light Podcast, episode number eight. We popping off. Of course, I'm your host, Primo Boss, a.k.a. D. Zachary, a.k.a. D. Zach General, a.k.a. The Rebel Soldier, a.k.a. The Witty, Unpredictable Asshole, man. You're an asshole. A.k.a. The Poor Like Langston Hughes, I Can't Lose. Now we're gonna we're gonna re, we're gonna rewind that, Jay, because I want you to properly introduce yourself. You did that shit on the cuff right there. Properly introduce yourself, sir. Who are you? It's your boy J two point You already know. Neighborhood Jay from around the way, evolving to be a better person every motherfucking day. Hey, that's what it is. <laughs> and we back here, man. We back for another episode. Um. Yeah, yeah, we first and foremost, man, we do want to show send out mad respect because you know y'all could have been anywhere in the world, but y'all here with us right now. So salute, salute yep. to you for that. You know what I mean? Yep. Shout out to everybody out there listening. Um, shout out to everybody even from the international lands. Oh yeah, everywhere. The Germany's, the the Japan's, the Koreas. You know, everywhere. All the international lands. Everywhere that's not where you at right now, nigga, is international, nigga. You heard? Yeah, man. We got love for everybody all around the world, man. International love. You know, we spread love and we keep the positive vibes over here. Ain't it, man? All day long. All day hey, long. So, so what's going on, man? How you doing this week? Everything good? Yeah, man. Everything's cold static, man. Everything's kosher, man. Okay. Everything's okay. kosher, man. Like a Jewish, like a Jewish male, nigga. Everything's kosher, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! So let's just jump right into it, you versus fan. Mm. Yeah, the man. chains. Huh? Yeah, man. You saw the, the Rick Ross and the two chains versus battle. Yeah, 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 man. I fuck with it, man. That was cool, but two chains was a little bit. Out of his league, man. Like Ross, kind of dominated that shit right there. Did you see that coming? I did see it coming. I think everybody's seen that coming. Then how come you can't see the Roy Jones versus Mike Tyson coming? Because Roy Jones gonna uppercut your man's out the fucking building. I don't see why you don't see what's coming. <laughs> you don't see what's coming. Oh, Mike man. is coming, bro. Mike is coming. Bro, I ain't gonna lie. Like we talked, and then and then I see some pictures of them two last week, and I was like, "Oh man, yeah." Mike Tyson looks like he's in better shape or something like that. I don't know. He is in better shape. What do you mean, or something? <laughs> it's not, or it's not, or something. I feel like it you is, hustled. It is that. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I feel like you hustled me, bro. You told me you ain't know how to play pool, bro. That's not cool. Okay. Hey, I know how to play chess, though. I know how to play chess. Hey. Yeah. That's what it's all about in life, ain't it, man? Uh, hey, but 
I've been hearing it's a clear 3-0 by your boy Ricky Rose, man. I, I wish they would have did something a little bit more interesting because them two are like friends and they both kind of from the same place. Like, I, it could have been like a Rick Ross versus even 50. Like, if they could actually get them to do it together, that would be some, some shit that would break numbers or just anybody else, man. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't really like the, the two together just did it really put me to the point where I didn't even watch it. I just I just heard about it. I heard about 2 chains bringing out strippers and uh, things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they had some uh some theatrics going on. Mm. I mean, I don't think nobody was really anticipating that matchup, so it wasn't really you know what I'm saying, nobody was really clamoring for that. But I mean, it was I right. it was cool, but it was clear that that two chains was out of his league. Like Ross just got too many joints, man. Like he got too many joints, man. He might be the radio master. Like he made so many radio bangers, like throughout the, from the time he started to the end, you know, even up till now, he could just easily drop a record and it's going to be played on the radio constantly. Like that, that nigga's on his, like he's, he's found his groove. Like he and his groove, he found his groove. Like you can't even like, a Ross record is a Ross record. Like that's, you know what I'm saying? Like you can, you can, you can point that out. You can, like that's one of the things that you can point out out here. Like you can point out the young niggas doing this, that, and the third. You can point out this, and you can point out a Ross record as well. Because a Ross record is a Ross record. Like he, he put his signature on what he do right now. Big facts, right? He got his own style, his yeah. own, his own type of beats and everything. He got his, his own feel. You could tell, you're right. You could tell right away when it's a Rick Ross record, you get that that down south feel. And at the end of the day, he's somebody to be proud of because for a long time, especially, you know, Florida and the south south, we didn't really have nobody like that that was, you know, in the game, just killing the game and really putting us on the map like that. Who else was doing that? Maybe what? You got to go back to like Two Life Crew or something like that. Oh, man. But even even they wasn't, you know. Trick Daddy. Oh, let me not disrespect mm-hmm. Trick. Nah, you can't. Nah, I'm just even both of those guys. Both of those guys served their purpose. They right. served their purpose, especially for the like for the for the Miami scene, for the Florida scene. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they they wasn't killing shit though. They wasn't killing shit. They never exploded into that superstar status. Well, I, I, I'm, I won't even say that. I can't even say that. I'm just saying, like, they wasn't killing shit. They were superstars in their own right. You know what I'm saying? Like, Luke was, Trick mm-hmm. was. They were superstars in their own right, but... Yeah, you're right. As far, I can't even... As far as killing shit? No, they was not. They wasn't killing shit, though. Right. Even Trina, too. Mm-hmm. Especially when you talk about um, you know, woman in hip hop, she's definitely, I guess, somebody you got to talk about. Yeah, she's in that. So, she yeah. made her spark. Yeah, she's on that totem pole, that totem pole of women in the game for sure. For sure, she right. definitely made her mark. Right, but she can't compare to what Cardi B. Uh, I mean, sure, if, if it wasn't for Trina, there wouldn't be a Cardi B. There, there wouldn't be a Cardi B. Talk bro. about it. The way Straight there up. wouldn't be, you know, without. A little Kim or Foxy Brown, there would be no Trina, and you know exactly. And go ahead, keep going backwards. What Roxanne? <laughs> Roxanne Shante. Uh, <clears throat> all so that. I see what you're saying. They all attribute to each other, and we all take from each other and shit like that. 
Absolutely, man. I mean, that's that's what culture is. That's exactly what culture is. Like culture mm -hmm. is the like the manifestation of what you're saying and doing, and others recognizing and realizing it and furthering it. You know what I mean? Like keeping it going and putting right. putting on remix on this shit. Like that's what culture is, bro. Right. Even some of these new characters you see in hip hop, you know, with the colorful anything colorful hair colorful this colorful that like i attribute a lot of that to wu-tang wu-tang was very creative in the way they came out with different styles like you had the rizza the jizza even old dirty bastard was just in his own lane you know what i'm saying method man like it was all their own characters in their own right and they all had their own different styles and shit like that yeah i mean but even before that you know mm -hmm. again you know like <laughs> this is not an old school hip-hop podcast but you know what i'm saying like nigga i've been alive to see this shit so i'm gonna fucking speak on everything that i've seen oh, now morning. even before that now it was niggas like kwame and the kid and plays and all these niggas had weird hairstyles and all that shit too you're right you're right now that i think back on it you're right and it continued on to even you've seen it with yeah. Crisscross, rocking they shit backwards yeah. and things right. like that. Left that was, eye. Oh man, TLC. They was all colorful with the eye patches and all that. Yeah, man. So I mean, you know, like these young boys, man. Like, I mean, I, I'm never mad at what they're doing, man. Because I'm, I remember being that age. Like, mm. I remember rocking my shit backwards, nigga. And right. looking back, looking back at it, man, I had to look like a fucking fool, for real. Like, but I have a fucking picture with me and Cameron with goggles on my fucking head and a beeper hanging down the side of my baggy jeans looking crazy. But that was, I mean, that was the time. That was the era, though. Like, that was that, that the goggles era, nigga, the ski goggles era, all that shit, nigga, for no reason. Niggas was wearing ski goggles for no reason. It, it was winter time, but <laughs> how many of you niggas was skiing, bro? How many of you niggas was skiing, bro? <laughs> Oh, man, we really did a lot of crazy shit. Oh, man, and we don't realize it. So you're right. We can't really look at the younger generation or, you know, um, even man. your kids' kids, or, you know, because the younger yeah. the kids is the more things that you're going to start seeing be looking outrageous, but they're really just a reflection of who we were at some point. Yeah, man. And then, you know, like, like who's to say, like, what's weird and what's not? I mean, like, that's all, it's, it's all really a, a matter of a perspective, a matter of objective, like wh whatever position you coming from. All that sh looking back, like all that shit that niggas was doing when we was young, that shit looked crazy right now. Like looking back, but like living in the moment, like, you know, that's just what was going on during the moment. The same thing, the, the same thing that these niggas is going to figure out too. In 15, 20 years, when they look, when they look back on themselves. <laughs> they're gonna be like they're gonna be like yo what the fuck was this right and at the time it all seems so normal yeah yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. that's how it goes. that's just yeah. how it goes even our parents nigga like my dad and shit like with that era like that 60s era with the, right. the butterfly the butterfly collars and all that shit like man they be looking back like yo butterfly like collars. And the fucking collars on these niggas' suits was ridiculous, nigga. You could take off, like, nigga. You could, if a a strong gust of wind came through, nigga, they 
Take off, nigga, if a strong gust of wind came through, nigga, with them collars, bro. Nah, man, not human kites and all that. Tell hey, me. Man. All right, let's take a quick turn down the street, man, because we got a lot of shit to cover, and I don't give a fuck. I'm going to just bring it up because that's just what we're going to have to do. Um, taking it on a more serious turn, something that we really don't generally just, you know, do. We usually make shit happen naturally, but it's something that we wanted to speak on. It's something that I didn't know much about. So maybe you can enlighten me more on the whole Brianna Taylor case if you want to speak on that. <clears throat> All right. Well, yo, first and foremost, man, if we're going to, you know, e- even if we're going to, you know, touch on this or address this situation in any kind of way, first and foremost, I want to say R.I.P. to Mayor Rice, R.I.P. Philando Castile, R.I.P. Eric Garner, R.I.P. Alton Sterling, R.I.P. Freddie Gray, R.I.P. Laquan McDonald, and so on and so on. Sandra Bland. You know what I'm saying? Like, you get the gist of what I'm saying. R.I.P. all these people who didn't have to die. Right. And since we're going to speak on her name today, R.I.P. Breonna Taylor. And I get it, bro. I get what you're doing there. You know, not one per- one person is definitely not more important than the other. It's just I'm sometimes, just, you know. Um, yeah. I'm just saying, like, n- neither one of those people that I named, neither one of those people had to die. Neither one of those people had to die, bro. And they were all unarmed. Every one of those people I named were unarmed, so they didn't have to die. Right. And, you understand? Um, a lot of times, yeah, you, you get in the same patterns from all these cases, and that's why it's such a, a outrage at this point. You know, like in this case, you still have no arrest, no movements oh. in the case at all. Um, it's gotten Super to the point now where you're hearing, um, I saw um, something about them having a rally in front of the general attorney's office where 87 people who went out there, they were all arrested one by one yeah. just to try to make some type of some type of movement, some type of wave, you know? Right, 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 right. <clears throat> so let's keep it in perspective, you know? And the reason, the reason why they're doing this, the reason why these people are outside of the governor's front lawn and willing to be arrested is because... You know, nobody, none of the police officers in that case have been arrested mm-hmm. in connection with the murder of that young lady, man. Right. And I didn't even know all the, the details about it. You know, I was just hearing more about the case because I'm kind of late on the whole thing. So instead of me being able to hear the details on what happened, I'm more versed on like what's going on, um, you know, after the fact. So maybe you can enlighten me on exactly what happened that night. Um, when Breonna Taylor was was killed. Um, <clears throat> well, I mean, as far as I understand it, as I far as I, was a, I know there was a no-knock warrant that was into place, and that's sort of where this starts from, right? That's correct. And what is a no-knock warrant for some other people that don't know about what that is? Well, that means that they have the right to basically barge their way into your crib like without your warning without you like without your without you knowing about it at all they can just burst into your shit it's basically like a raid it's like a raid a raid is is a no knock warrant where they just run into your shit and see what's popping based off the information that they 
that they say that they have. Do they actually knock on the door or not? <clears throat> because just because it's called a no knock warrant, it doesn't mean that that's exactly what it could say. It could mean that when they knock, they don't give you a warning. When they come in, they're not going to tell you whether they're there. I don't understand. Like, I'm not exactly sure what the difference is between a regular warrant and a no knock warrant. And, you know, well, I'm, sure I mean, the average, I'm sure the average person doesn't. Well, yeah. And especially now, if you're not from there. Yeah. I mean, now don't get me wrong. You know, I'm not the criminal justice fucking expert or no shit like that. But, like, from what I know, you know, there's a, uh, you know, there's a grand distinction between just a regular warrant and a no-knock warrant. I mean, you would you would think so if it's called a no. If if there's a distinction between a warrant and a no-knock warrant, if they call it these things, and there has to be a difference between those two. Right. So, but in this case, um, just let just tell me exa- just a little short just of what happened that night. Well. um, the record shows that they had a warrant for an address which turned out to be the wrong address. It turned out to be the wrong address and you know, they used a battering ram or whatever to you know, plow their door down. Brianna Taylor and and her boyfriend. And when that happened, her boyfriend who happened to who happened to be a licensed gun owner, like any one of us would do, if we felt like someone was intruding in our home, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? He woke up, he grabbed his strap. And he and fucking he did, returned fire. Right, and he did what any homeowner would do. Damn it. And he started shooting. And when he started shooting... um. They started shooting back, of course, and they killed her in the hail of bullets. And, you know, she ended up being hit eight times and, you know, she perished because of that situation. The boyfriend was arrested. The boyfriend was arrested initially for uh, attempted murder on, on a police officer. That was his initial charge. Right. Until they found out that there was some video that had been taken. And what's even more crazy about this the whole no-knock warrant is bullshit because um, as far as I'm understanding from our conversation, it's when you're not supposed to announce who you are. So now here right. you are in a situation, you're at the wrong fucking address, so now you're invading in somebody's house, and they can't even defend themselves. Why? Because you got some bullshit called a no-knock warrant where you're not even <laughs> identifying yourself before you come into my house. So because exactly. of that law that was already put into place, that is some weird shit that they come into your some house... Bullshit. You know, you don't know what the fuck is going on. All you right. know is you. All of a sudden, you're defending your your life. Now you're returning yeah. fire, and your wife is just dead, and you yeah. don't have any cops arrested. I'm not understanding this, but what I am understanding is that there's newly released videos that came from some girl who neighbors. lived upstairs. Right? Mm-hmm. It was it was a girl who lived upstairs. Um, I'm I'm sure the neighbors too, but specifically, um, the view from the girl upstairs. Her name was Naya. And she was showing like a really detailed video of the event and how the guy was participating after. Um, mm-hmm. um, obviously, and there was people who were, were, went unaccounted for. There was a certain amount of police officers that were there, but yeah. in the reports, you're only having like 
three right. or four officers who mm. had taken account of what happened and there was supposed to oh. be more um and there was missing oh. camera cameras um you got a lot of stuff going on that's just doesn't sit well with me in this case yo check it out though bro check mm-hmm. it out like check the, the like the after the after incident report mm-hmm. they reported her injuries to be none they said she, they said she had no injuries after knowing that they dumped all in her crib knowing seeing her fall in the hallway and perish when they wrote their police reports up they said her injuries were none so what does that say what the fuck does that say right there bro but that doesn't make sense to me though like something doesn't seem right about what you're saying right now um obviously you have a dead body so you can't say there was no bodily harm right so are you saying that she was they're claiming that she was dead before they like what are they trying to say because you can't bro yeah. they're, they're trying to say that even basically basically this is what they're trying to say even though that we had the you know we we burst into the wrong crib mm-hmm. with the with the no knock warrant joint we burst into the wrong crib we came in here and, and we let off a bunch of shots but you know there were no casualties as a result of that that's that's what they're saying oh, they said her in, yeah. they said her injuries were none bro they they did not they didn't they didn't they didn't give her any type of medical relief any of that shit like they just acted like she didn't even exist and at the end of the day i guess you know um i don't know where this where people will get this space in their hearts and minds to say it was just an unfortunate event where these people were in the wrong place at the wrong time but somebody got to take some accountability along the way like this is obviously a a law that is flawed and it's going to cause, it just sounds like a problem waiting to happen. And now what I was hearing, the last thing I heard about it is, you know, they're considering putting a ban on these warrants um, throughout. The no, not. You know? yeah. yeah. I mean, that's foul. That's, I mean, that, that's foul anyway. What, what no, not warrant. Like what the, because now on, you're not man. identifying yourself. But what I don't understand about that is, like, you're asking for a death. Because if you simply tell somebody sometimes, you know, you identify yourself as a police officer, you know to unarm because you're going to get murdered. You're going to get killed. If you're yeah. in a house and somebody just rushes your house, you have no choice but to defend yourself at that point. Right. But, th- but then but, think about it, though, right? Think about it, though, right? Like, think about the people that they want to have these no-knock warrants for. Okay, so so these people are probably probably dangerous people. You know what I'm saying? Like if you if you if you have to sneak into the nigga crib without knocking, he's probably a dangerous motherfucker. Okay. But damn nigga, like, okay, so if you barge into the nigga shit, you you already know the nigga gonna shoot back. That's what I'm saying. You're asking for it. Like right. you know this about to be you might as well just call it a death wish. Warrant, we're coming in to kill you, because any right. any any man, right? These days has a. I'm not saying every man, but a lot of places you, a lot of people protecting themselves. You're gonna have a pistol in your home. No, no identification. Somebody just comes running through your house. You fucking you're, right. You're gonna return fire. Not you fucking right. That's yeah. your only chance of living, right? We talking about survival at that point. 
Yeah. And, and now you got the wrong address, bro. Like, that shit is sad as fuck, bro. Like, yeah. It's, it's really sad. You know what? You know what I'm realizing right now? It's like, it's so easy to speak on a situation and just, but just literally imagine if that was anybody remotely close to you that that happened to, bro. Like, they go into the wrong house and just straight kill somebody that they should, and no one's been arrested. No one's taking accountability. And this is why you have such an outrage when it comes to, you know, um, that's super disgusting, you know, exactly. And you know what? That That's why we need to be outraged about this shit, because it could be any one of our any 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 some anybody that's close to you. It could be. Don't wait for it to happen to somebody close to you just because you don't feel it doesn't mean you don't feel it. You feel me? Yeah. Come on, man. I mean, uh, man, man. Yeah, man. So that's a good thing that they're talking about putting the ban on those on those type of warrants because that's just that's just a death wish waiting to happen, man. And, yeah, that's uh, nasty, man. Yeah, that's nasty. That's real nasty. You can't do that. You can't. Nah, we we can't we can't have things operate that way, man. Like yeah. somebody's gonna die when yeah. it comes to that type of shit. And then um, I guess this ties into how we're seeing a lot of um, protest energies dying down recently, you know, and that that tends to happen in any major event. When you want to go back from 911, when people had the flags out the whip, we might have spoke about that before, but that's just one of those pivotal points that I can remember when a tragedy happens, we pull together and then two weeks later, everybody forgets what the fuck happens. Yeah, it, it takes more than that to start a revolution or, or just a change. You know what I mean? Like, it's a mindset. You know, it's not just a quick. A it's quick not change. a moment. Right. Yeah, it's not just a moment. Yeah, the shit. I have noticed that, man. Like the energy, man. Mm-hmm. The energy from the protests and all that. Like the whole world turned up behind George Floyd and all that, right? Mm-hmm. The whole world turned up behind that. I mean, like, where's the energy at right now, though? Where is that? Um, like, what, 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 what did niggas shape and form that into? Where is it at? I don't, I don't see that no more. I knew. And what, and why do you think you see a pattern of this happening? Though? Um, all the time throughout history of, you know, people coming together and just fading away so quickly. Is it a lack of leadership? Is it, is, what is it? Is it distractions? Yeah, it's partly that. It, it's partly the, um, the media you know, controlling people. Yeah, it, it's partly, the, it's partly the lack of, the, the lack of leadership. Mm-hmm. It's partly, you know, the media you know, attributing those actions to like the looters and shit like that, which, you know, when the, when the media says, look at the looters and look at these vagabonds and like, look at all these people out here just fucking up shit. You know, the elites of the world, the elites of the country, like they don't be giving the fuck about what the initial message was. All they give a fuck about is what, these niggas who's fucking up shit is doing. They don't even give a fuck about what the message was. Yeah, all that shit is out the window. Y'all want to destroy shit? They're like, yo, y'all niggas, y'all niggas, 
Y'all niggas coming close to my area? Y'all niggas coming close to Beverly Hills? Okay, that's what I care about. I care about how close is y'all getting to my crib. I don't give a fuck about no fucking Black Lives Matter shit. Oh yeah, okay, y'all niggas do that shit over there. Don't do that over here. And I, I, I was noticing a pattern of, of highly armed areas as opposed to other areas where I didn't see that the cop presence there. It's almost like they were just waiting. They were just like, you know what? Fuck your neighborhood up, just like you were saying. And then you have another neighborhood where you got 20 cops outside of a Walmart. And they're like, I do. You come close to this bitch. But then yeah, you hear man. about other communities and neighborhoods where you're not seeing the cop presence. And you, it's clear as day. I mean, when you see things like that, that's clear as day. That you It know, is clear as day. You know that it was. It's all a setup. Everything is meant to go the way that it goes. Well, yeah, man. Yeah. Hey, you know, I mean, you know, they they only care. They care about certain things. Like they only care about certain things. Like that's what you. Like that's the jewel right there that you'll learn. They only care about certain things. You'll you'll see this in the politics and right. everything that happens. Surrounding the politics, they only care about certain things, and you'll be able to see what those certain things are. If you're paying close enough attention, you'll be able to see what those certain things are that they care about. And when and when I say they, I use that term loosely. You know, you you can you can decide what that means on your own. When I say they, yeah, sometimes you just gotta read between the lines, but. It's a fucking fact. Yeah, man. And then, like you were saying with the media, um, you know, really, what what media do you even have to believe at this point when it comes to the news and so many different platforms of information is so twisted these days. We don't really know what to believe anymore. Yeah. Um, especially when it comes to just like your your um your normal broadcasting news channel. You know, I'm not even talking about like Vice News or something. Like, I think some people have more faith in outside news sources as opposed to a channel, whatever number news. Yeah, I feel like a lot of that shit could be controlled. And what do you think about that? I mean, what news do you trust? Do you do you watch channel? 58 news and be like, oh man, yeah, this is, or do you question that shit? Do you even believe what you see on the news? I watch everything. Like, personally, I, w- I watch it all. I even watch Fox News. I watch yeah. that shit too, like, just to see what type of shit they got to say. Right. Or, you know, who they want, who they're, who they choose to bash today. I just, I tune in. I tune into it all just to, make my own synopsis at the end of the day. I just watch it all just just to decide what I believe at the end of the day. Yeah, you got to watch the way that the sheep moves the herd. <laughs> yeah. In order to know how to move yourself. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. And then, you know, there, uh, the thing that I've learned about that, about watching all news, is that eventually they all hit on the same points. But they hit on the same points differently, and then you could take you could take from that what you will. But then, 
that's what I do, man. I decide what my own truth is, man. Like, I don't let nobody else tell me what truth is. I decide what my own truth is. Right. And I believe it, a lot of it is just political spins on things. You know, if some, you know, I, as far as I understand that, you know, some of these channels are political driven. You know what I mean? All of the channels are political driven. All of them. <laughs> And you, it's so funny because I'm, I'm telling you right now, a lot of people don't know that and would never really have no type of understanding of that because they just don't know. Well, ignorance is bliss, but, you know, that's why we have the platform that we have right now. And, you know, try to educate people a little bit. You know, this is not school. We're not preaching, nah. but we t but we teaching. We're not preaching, but we teaching. You heard? Right. And I always be saying that, you know, um, it's cool to learn something. You don't, we don't know everything. Every day you're going to learn something new. And today you're not who you were yesterday. So it's you shouldn't be. Right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you shouldn't be. <laughs> you shouldn't be. Not at I all. I guess everybody don't live by that mantra, right? Well, you know, that, that's, part, that's part of the jewels of life right there. That's 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 part of the Jews of life right there. The Jews of life, as far as I'm concerned, you know, <coughs> you know, it comes from the um, like the five the five percent teaching. The the twelve Jews of life. Yeah, you said you was gonna get into that. All right, well, just a little bit, just a little bit. Uh -huh. But the twelve Jews of life is. Knowledge, wisdom, understanding, freedom, justice, equality, food, clothing, shelter, love, peace, and happiness. Those are the twelve Jews of life, right there. Don't, don't, now, when now when I say Jews of life, I mean like those are those are the twelve things that that are essential to every human being. Those twelve things I just spoke on, right and we, there, and we re revealed it on episode number eight. Open yes, sir. Open up the treasure box on them. All right, just a little bit, just a little bit, just a just a tiny bit, bro. The number eight has a lot of definition to it. I love the fact that <clears throat> just alone it's like infinity. You feel me? What? I mean, it's, it's a whole alphabet, right? Everything has energy. <laughs> Even numbers have definition. Yeah, yeah, but why do you think it takes some people longer to change than others? We were just talking about like evolving every day as a better person. Why do you think some people are just fucking stuck and they can't seem to evolve past that blocking point that they can't seem to get through? Whether it be through um, something they've always wanted to do, addiction, anything. I mean, everybody's on their own timeline, though. Right. You know, every everybody learns at a different pace. Mm -hmm. Every everybody learns, you know, even the same knowledge or or constant knowledge. Like everybody learns that at their own at their own pace, at their own time. Mm -hmm. When whenever they get it, you know what I'm saying? Right. But I think it almost goes back to it, um, you know is the comfort zone. You know, some people got to really learn how to break that comfort zone. And I try to do that all the time, bro. Even if it would be through 
me knowing I could whip it to the gym and instead I bike ride to the gym, just like breaking that, that comfort zone. You feel me? Like not always having to depend on a certain thing or a certain someone because yeah. you know that dependence is sometimes what you're lacking to get that breakthrough of where you're trying to go. Well, yeah, so you, you have you to may, realize that. Block, yeah. You may be blocking your own blessing because of your own curses. Like, you yeah. can't get there if you don't sacrifice one thing, you can't get to the other, you know? Yeah. You have to realize it first. You have mm-hmm. to realize that you, that you've been living in a comfort zone before you can do anything about it. Ooh. So that's like denial. People don't even realize it because they're kind of like in denial. If you even try to bring light to the comfort zone, they don't even think that place exists. Yeah. Not at all. I mean, most people don't, you know, most people just keep it moving. You know, it's it's a comfort zone. So mm-hmm. it's exactly that. It's a comfort zone. So it's a comfort position. It's a comfortable p- position for the, for some people. You know what I'm saying? So for them to acknowledge it and recognize it and realize it, that's far-fetched because right. it's just, it's it, like, they're already on easy street, though. <laughs> yeah, they're blind to the fact of the existence of a comfort zone. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's 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 a whole wow, yeah. Got everybody out there should always try to um figure out some type of way to break your comfort zone in any type of way. Like if life mm-hmm. seems too easy, something ain't right. Check this check this out for a comfort zone. Mm-hmm. My country is of thee. Sweet land of liberty. Oh my God. Of the sea. Land where my fathers died. Check it out. Land of the pilgrims' fright. Right. From every mountainside. Let freedom ring. Let freedom ring from every mountainside. Come on, bro. Come on, my nigga. Are you serious? Are you fucking serious? Oh shit! Oh my god, my guy. That was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, Yo, you went through a lot to prove that point. That was fucking hilarious. But I get you, bro. Like that is twisted. Like that's oh, super man. twisted. Oh man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Like, come the fuck on, man. Come on, man. Let freedom ring from every mountain. Land of the pilgrim. It's so many layers to this shit, my nigga. Land of the pilgrim's pride. Continue on. Oh, my God. It's it's disgusting, man. It's disgusting, man. America. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's just weird because those undertones exist and they always have and they probably always They still do. Right. They're overtones. And we, we've learned to just live with them. Either that or at some point in your life you realize it and you're like, well, oh shit. <laughs> we have learned to live we have learned to live with it. We've learned to be like, okay, this is just you know what takes place in America. And that's that's what they want us to do. Okay, this is just what takes place in America, and we've done that. We've done that, right? But I feel like it's more like this is what took place in America is the agenda. You know, like this is history. Um, this is what happened. This is our foundation. This is you know, 
This is still what takes place. This is still what takes place. No, partially because we've we've already acquiesced, Mm -hmm. which is which is that was one the word of the days and and one of the earlier podcasts. We've acquiesced to the bullshit already. We've already bowed. We've already bowed the fuck down to some of the fucking bullshit already. Because it's sometimes in points, some points in life, you have no choice but to to stay in your lane until you can make your own and get to the point where you can actually do something, you know? So I feel like that's where it started from, you know? Like, even sometimes when you're in any position in life where you have somebody who has a higher position than you, you might not like that person, but you got to hold some type of relationship with them and keep shit cool so you could get to where you right. need to go. The slave yeah. did that. That's what the I'm slave saying. did like, it already. The slave did that already. Right. Frederick Douglass did that already. Day, you know, and we're going to continue to get to that peak. But, like, sometimes that's what it takes, you heard? But I know what yeah. you're saying, bro. Like, trust me. I know what you're saying. But, you know, I try to nigga, a little. Nigga, you know. Frederick Douglass already did that shit. Frederick mm-hmm. Douglass came out of the slavery era mm-hmm. as a scholar. Right. A, 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 did you hear what I just said, Jay? As a scholar, absolutely. Continue. Pontificate. During the slavery era. Right. That nigga came out of that shit as a scholar and an escaped slave who educated himself and ended up being a fucking scholar mm-hmm. during that era. Right. E- even the most racist of white men acknowledged this guy. Absolutely. He made a name for himself. He was different. Continue. So if a nigga like Frederick Douglass did that shit during the height of the slavery era mm-hmm. and racism, how can that be impossible for a nigga to do that shit right now? Because motherfuckers is in a comfort zone. They did it. A lot of people were not born to have to fight for nothing. So when you get into that comfort zone, that's what happens. Or, you know, fuck a comfort zone. It's just people seem to forget when life is easy. You can just break it down to the most simplest things. It disgusts me. It's like, get, it's like getting what you want and not wanting it anymore. You know what I mean? Like, that's just how it is. It's human nature, bro. It's Thank sad. God. And then when shit happens, then you see a little flare up and then people go back into their regular life. Yeah, man. That shit disgusts me, man. They talk about motherfucking Django. Django? Nigga, Frederick Douglass, nigga. Fuck is you niggas talking about? Like, that's that's what we need to be talking about all day long. All day long. Bro, Django was such a great movie. It was a good movie, but you know, I'm not sure if that was a fictional character or not. <laughs> I'm not sure about that part. Oh, man, we all know some Samuel L. Jacksons, bro. Well, yeah, of course. We know that. That exists. That part exists, yeah, for sure. Right. I'm just pointing out different characters in that movie, man. I really like that movie. You shouldn't have brought it up. That's such a good fucking movie. I'm just saying. Frederick Douglass, Marcus Garvey. Like, like those are very notable figures in our in our history, in our culture, for sure. 
that everybody should know about. Right. And how time changes from that era into now, coming with, you know, all the different distractions like I was talking about earlier in life, um, such as the pandemic that we're going through right now. You know, you want people to think about things, but we're dealing with actually being in the reality of not knowing if we'll ever go back to a normal society. What do you think about that? Because look at how things are right now, right? This whole time when this started, I give you my word, no lie, my hand to God. I thought for sure when we went out of work that we would go back to work within a month and everything would go back to normal. Yeah, I'm sure everybody thought that way. That never happened. Nah, it still hasn't happened. It still hasn't happened. What the fuck is going on, bro? Is life going to change forever as we know? I, I think life has changed already. It has, as, but is there space? As we like, know it. A lot of people think it's not going to ever go back to normal, though. I mean, I don't believe so either. Really yeah. I mean, it's a hold new on, normal hold on, now. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold up. If you really, like, don't just say some shit right now. Deep down inside, right now, right? For Not for the sake of the podcast and nothing else, just keeping it 100%. You really mm. think that the United States is not going to ever go back to being able to just go to a club or enjoy a sporting event where you have thousands of people in close proximity or, you know, um, a music event where you have a concert where there's hundreds of thousands of people. You think we'll never go back to that? Okay, nah. All right. I see what you're saying. No, I, I wasn't saying that. Okay. When I say when I say we're never going, I was talking about like like the business aspect aspect of not going back to normal. Oh. Like it, as far as like eight hour days, motherfuckers going into work, working eight hour days, people don't have to do that anymore. Why? If you could, because you can fucking work from home. Nah, I don't think that's gonna change forever. I I do, I do, and you know what? There are unions out there that are going to make that change. To work from, I don't even want to. I don't want to do nothing from home. I don't want to work from home. I don't want to fucking go. Like I was talking I'm just to somebody saying, about the gym the other day, and they're like, "Oh, you know, working for." I I don't know. I'm just type of person. Like I like to like even with the gym. I want to I go understand somewhere it. different. You know what I mean? I don't want to be home. But I get yeah, it. That's a, that's a whole nother argument. I feel nah, you. but I get it. But I mean, just like the the idea of a of a of a eight hour work day, like when you like when you have a technical type of job, the idea right. of of leaving your home and going into a place and work eight hours on a computer, on a fucking computer, right? Mm-hmm. When when you can work on a computer from anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like that model is dying. That model is dead right now. So you mean like telemarketing offices, for instance? Like so, instead of having somebody sitting there, make a phone yeah, call, the, the office, call centers home doing the same shit. Yeah, call centers, the same shit been, that. But that's been obvious, obvious throughout the years. So why haven't they? I mean, you already have some of that, but why do they not allow that? Is that they want to? Is it that they want to hawk over people and be in control and see what they're doing, or I don't know? Well, I mean, why they? Well, they still they, have they still have access. Like, I mean, like once you log into their network and like when you're working from home and and you log into their network and right. like their 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 VOIP and all that shit, like 
Yeah, nigga, they're monitoring everything that goes on when you logged into their shit. Right, but you mean as a whole, Preem, you're talking about, like, everybody, instead of being outside doing a job, like, are you talking about, like, a robot takeover, like, that type of shit, like... Well, it's been the People robot are still thing. gonna need to go out. I know there's a lot of jobs that have been removed because of you know technology. Oh yeah, I mean, no, nah, I wasn't talking about the like the people going out and all that. I'm just talking about like the. I was just talking about the business aspect of things, like certain aspects of the business world. Mm-hmm. Since people have been working from home and you know trying to adjust. Like to the to the the pandemic and all that, like right? Some such, of, as a, such as a conference being held on Zoom as opposed to a room full of people, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Then, but, yeah, they've already figured out that they don't need to do that anymore. We don't have to have everybody in in the in the conference room, right? It's definitely not the same, but I, I get it. And right now we don't have a choice but to go to that angle. So you, um, you think we're just going to see a push from it since we're being forced to that right now? Is that you know that's kind of where you're going with it? Yeah, <clears throat> I mean a certain amount of people, right? A certain amount of people have already been have already gotten adjusted to working from home. So, right, that may be in unions, and, and then doing all the right, things. and then like fuck, well, fuck that. I I don't, I don't want to go back to work now. Like shit. Right. Let me keep working from home. Fuck it. Right. It's yeah, been effective already. But, bro, how about the millions of people who are not working from home? They're just, during the pandemic, they're just stuck, bro, getting, you know, whatever the government will throw them. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like you have a big, a large percentage of that as opposed to people who are working from home. But I get it. But how about, but how about you answer this question for me? Um, <clears throat> how long do you think it will be before we go back to some normal lifestyle? Like again, I was saying again, with the going back to just a concert or just normal anything, you know, even when I go to the gym, we're separated by machines. You have to have on a mask in between machines. You have to, they clean the machines. It's crazy what we mm. have to do. And you know, the hours are only like 10 hours a day that they're open. So how long yeah. do you think before, you know, we go back into a, a normal sort of lifestyle. I'm not even sure, man. I, I, Give me a guess. There, there's a, a guess. new normal now, though. I, I don't know what normal is anymore. Mm. You know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the old ways of just being able to I think that's enjoy dead, a though. crowd of people around you. I what think you that's think dead. That? <clears throat> you don't think people are going to go to concerts anymore? Everything's going to be digital from here on out? That would be crazy, right? Well, Looking back in the future at old tapes, like, yo, look at this. We used to have a hundred, you know, thousands man. of people in one place. Like, yeah, I, I think that I, I mean, life, life from this point on, life is going to change going forward for sure. So maybe everything won't be the same, but there's going to be a lot of, there's going to be some changes, like just like, like right after 9 11. Like your whole experience in the airport is a different experience now, right? Mm-hmm. Right. I see what you're saying. It's gonna leave some so, type of permanent mark. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Like, like I can't even see people not going back to being so clean now. I'm so used to seeing people, everybody's so clean. Like it would be weird to not see 
people using those same habits moving forward. You know what I mean? It would be kind of weird for people to stop being as clean as they've been. It shouldn't have I mean, niggas is just nasty, though. Oh, Motherfuckers so is nasty. I think this that's, is a, that's, an awakening. That's why yeah. we're in the fucking boat that we're in right now, because motherfuckers are just, like, genuinely just nasty. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers don't wash their hands after taking a shit in the public restroom. Oh, my goodness. Tell me why as soon as you start talking about nasty, that's the first thing that came to my mind, Preen. I'm not even going to stop you. I want you to talk about it even more. How many times, bro, have you used the bathroom, right? And I'm, I promise I'm not lying to you. I wash my hands every time I come out of the public bathroom. And I'm telling you right now, I have seen maybe a 75% rate of men who use the bathroom walk out and do not wash their hands. I'd be so puzzled. like, And you just did it right in front of me like it was no big deal. Yeah, you just dropped a whole load in this bitch. That I'm still smelling. You just dropped a whole load in this motherfucking nigga. But you don't wash your hands after that shit? After you left this behind, you don't wash your hands, bro? Oh, Oh, God. Yeah, man. Please, y'all, man. Wash it. Wash your hands, bro. Like, and then that'll be the first person to come out, shake your hand, and introduce themselves to you. Oh, Mm -hmm. man. That's that's some shit, bro. Well, yeah, man. That's why we in the us as Americans. You know, and this this is just my humble opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why that's why we're in the stink that we're in right now because you know this American exceptionalism. You know, certain you know the majority of people in America they feel like America is just automatically better than any other country on this on the face of the planet, like. Right. Without doing it, like without washing your hands, like you still think that you're better than everybody else, right? And we're the fucking hub of, of this corona shit right now. America is the fucking. We're the hub of this shit, bro. We had the most cases, the most deaths out of the entire world. So where does that American exceptionalism fall, like within that? Right, it kind of shows the opposite of that. That you know, things happen and we can't get shit under control, and we're not taking the right steps in order to you know get rid of this this pandemic that we're going through. It's pretty sad, man. Like, I really miss the, the ways that things used to be. So, I really hope this is not something that we see moving forward in the future. Is you know, staying this way. Well, stupidity. Well, stupidity will always be there. We're definitely gonna forever be dealing with stupidity. Right. I just think stupid pandemic shit, man. I'm just talking about going back to a regular lifestyle, man. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, but the stupid niggas are, are, are in control of if we go back to what we know as a regular lifestyle. The stupid niggas are in control of that shit. That's something that it takes a long time to come in acceptance that the average person doesn't probably think the way that we're talking right now. You know what I mean? And it's all right. I I, I mean, I, you would hope so, but yeah, you, you know, um, <laughs> I've seen lots of different stats and heard people speak on it. You know, that's that that seems to be the experience all the way around for a lot of people. It's just a lot of people these days are very ignorant and don't give a fuck about nothing. I guess it goes back to that one episode breaking down, you know, morals, principles, and things like that. I guess here mm-hmm. in the Jews of Life, we always find ourselves going back to those same. Um, That's what we know, do. 
rules yeah. and principles. And um, you know, even speaking on that, right? That leads us into the uh, the word of the day, the word of the week, if you will. Mm-hmm. All right, and the word the word of the day or the word of the week is pontificate. Pontificate. Mm-hmm. All right. So pontificate means um, the dictionary definition of it is to pontificate is to talk in a dogmatic or pompous manner. So breaking that down, it means pontificate. That means you have the need to be a know-it-all and you have very strong opinions and you have the urge to voice your opinions, pontificate, pontificate, and we leave it at right. that. And, and Google I it. Always, I used to think of that word more like um, continue on in a crazy way. You feel me? Like that's it how is. I, I, I always expressed it. But the way yeah. the definition came out, it kind of made me question the way I used the word. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, yeah. but I like that. It's weird how I actually use that word in this podcast. And you know, me and you, we never talk about what the word of the, the week is going to be. You prepared mm. that word before the podcast, right? What happened? You prepared that word of the week before the podcast, right? You usually do. Yeah. 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 And so I had no idea. So I just find it a little crazy that I ended up using that word in the podcast a couple times. Pontificate. <laughs> Yo, you know, no, I wanted to ask you, uh, uh, Mad Random, who, because we was talking about comedy the other day, and I'm like, man, maybe my homie's right. I should start getting into some more comedy. You know what mm. I mean? Like, sometimes it's good to just laugh, man. Like, for real, that does a lot to you, man. Brings your energy up and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Who's, your, who's, your, who's your favorite comedian, bro? Like, like if you had to say the best comedian right now. Dave Chappelle. You know what? Of, of this era in the past 10 years. Really? Yeah. Even as far as his stand-up? Dave Chappelle. There's no question about it. Dave Chappelle has the best stand-up in history? Dave Chappelle. There's no question about it. Damn, he's the Jordan of comedy. Well, there you have it. Mm-hmm. Well, there you have it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I need to go back and watch some, some more Dave Chappelle, bro. But yo, you still like well. coming up. I know, man. I, I told you, man. I'm... I'd be a real, I don't know, I'm not into the comedy shit, but when, you know, whenever I see it, I'll watch it, but I'm not really into that. But anyways, man, looks like we're getting up on the 59. So why don't you go ahead and plug the plug? <laughs> All right, man, check it out, man. Anchor FM, man, is, uh, you know, where we produce this podcast. If If you have hopes, dreams, aspirations of, you know, making a podcast of your own Anchor FM is a, you know, it's, it's a good platform for that. Um, aside from that, we're also available on any other podcast streaming platform, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any of those things. Or you can just Google Jews of Life Podcast and wherever you see it there, just click on it. We're right there. Follow, subscribe, so you can get the notifications every time that we drop a new episode. You'll be aware of it. 
Um, Simple as that. Yeah. That's right. Um, with the um, if you click on the uh, the link on Anchor, and I really hate to go too much too deep into this, but I will. If you click on Anchor, you know you have the option to you know leave us a voice message there and um leave the voice message if you love it if you hate it you know we will include it in in a future episode um at our discretion at our discretion of course aside from that um anything you want uh, yeah we we're on our way out of here right now yo what you, what do you want to say jay you got something i really don't have nothing off the head but i always want to just reach out and tell everybody we appreciate every listen every download Every time y'all reach out and show love, we appreciate it. We're going to continue to do what we do, work hard, make the sound better, you know, keep niggas updated on everything going on, and just say one love. That's it. Keep everything positive. Our breeder Zane, say la vie. Yep. Peace. Adios, amigos. Salud. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Is it Chinese? Fuck you. Nah. It's not I Chinese? That's how they say it. I don't think that's how they say it, man. I don't know, bro. We got international listeners now. Calm down. All right. All right, all right, all right. I'm bugging. I'm bugging. That's funny, bro. <laughs> Yo, man, I'm going to holler at you, bro. Yeah. Peace. Easy.